0: Are you wanting to create a highly prosperous photography business doing what you love? Or maybe you have a great business already and want to up your game. Then you're in the right place. Master craftsman photographer Lucy Dumas and her guests are here to support you on your journey. Now here's your hostess and tour guide, Lucy. The mind is just like a muscle. The more you exercise it, the stronger it gets. And the more it can expand. And that's the quote by Idowu (laughs) Koyenigan. Should have practiced that. So, welcome to The Profitable Photographer. This is Lucy Dumas. As always, I am super excited to introduce our guest today. And in the meantime, I would like to invite you to go to lucydumascoaching.com and grab my 10 big ideas for marketing in the real world. Ebook and feel free to reach out to me for any support that you need. And I also love to hear feedback about the show. So, that being said, I'm now going to introduce you to the wonderful Mary Fisk Taylor. Now, Mary, by the time this airs, she will be the vice president of the professional photographers. Of America. And if you're a regular listener, you know that I'm a big fan and a lifetime member of the PPA. So really happy that she's going to be giving that level of service and has been to our profession. She's a master craftsman photographer and lots of other things that you can go to my show notes and See her. Oh, she even has an MBA, and that's (laughs) rare for a photographer. She's a certified story brand guide and a profit first professional and guide. For almost 25 years, she's owned a portrait and wedding business with her partner, Jamie Hayes, in Richmond, Virginia. And Hayes and Fist Photography is one of the most sought after studios in the industry they are both really committed to preserving family legacies professionally capturing and printing portraits and those milestone memories she also has a podcast called get your shoot together that made me laugh mary with (laughs) kira (laughs) dairyberry and she does consulting as well for small business creatives so they can be profitable and sustainable and successful so mary welcome to the show
1: Thank you. Thank you so much. Actually, March 1st, I'll be president of PPA. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Changing titles here in a few weeks. Yes. Um, But super excited to serve. So thank you so much.
0: Yes. So you're currently vice president.
1: I am currently vice president. Yes.
0: That that was. Yes. So there was confusion on that. So first of all, thank you for taking that on. I just can't even imagine how much is involved in that
1: it's a, it's a, it's, it's, it's service for sure, but it's service. I'm happy to, and actually proud, very proud to be a part of.
0: Yes. Yes. I don't know about you, but imaging, I always, well, from the first keynote where the, the show is introduced and then at the end, I'm always so proud to just be in this industry and a part of the PPA community. So yeah. Do, Absolutely. Sure. So I would love to know a little bit about where you came from, how you got started in the photography business.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So interesting story. I, I uh, did go to school. Um, I actually um, have a few degrees, but political science, I worked in politics actually, and worked in a law firm and um, very business minded. Um, So that was part of my journey. And what happened was I was, you know, so many, many, many years ago, 27 going on 28 years ago, I got married and I found the awesomest photographer. He worked for a very large studio here in Richmond, Virginia. And he photographed my bridal portraits. And I just fell in love with what he did. He, he did an amazing job. Someone who was incredibly awkward and did never wanted to be in front of the camera. He made me feel comfortable. And it was a very wonderful experience. So when I had my daughter, I looked him up and he had just gone out on his own. So I started bringing my amazing daughter to him. And, uh, one thing led to another and I started kind of working part-time cause I was taking some time off to be a mom and I was working this crazy job and I just needed a little bit of a break. And so I started working part-time with Jamie and then, you know, two years later we were full business partners and I was working towards my master of photography and started photographing and really fell into it completely by accident. But I'm a big fan of, you know, what's meant to be meant to be. So uh, right. that's how I started. Yeah.
0: So Jamie was just getting his business going. Is that, he was yeah, he, you know,
1: yeah, he's, so our studio has been open 26 years and I've been with Jamie for 25 years. Ah, so you've been married for- 28, 27. I've been married to my <laughs> husband who's not Jamie Hayes. <laughs> <Okay>. yes, <laughs> I yes, actually yes. have a husband. Right. Um, yeah. So my husband and I have been married going on
0: 28 years. Yeah. 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 I love uh, that you said that you believe what's supposed to happen happens because yes. when you said you kind of fell into it, then my first reaction was, well, I have a feeling that 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 place she fell was waiting for her.
1: <laughs> I believe that. I absolutely yeah. believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I mean, you know,
0: yeah. Sure. Yeah. So I know that you're a certified story brand guide and yes. that term story brand is like the the word of the 2020s and now into 21. What the heck is a story brand, story brand guide, the whole?
1: Yeah. So story brand is actually an amazing book written by Donald Miller. If you haven't read it, read it, run, don't walk. It's probably a book that changed changed our, changed my life anyway. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I considered us to be incredibly profitable and sustainable before I started, you know, really deep diving into StoryBrand, but it's something that came at just the right time. I was finding that I was working harder than I needed to. I was probably not as clear and concise with my messaging in my community as I needed to be in StoryBrand, just for the first time in a long time, just knocked me upside the head with, wow, this is this is good stuff. This is going to make a difference. And, and it did. So Story Brand is a book and it's a philosophy on, it's, I think people confuse it and think it's actually about branding. And, and in some levels it is, but more importantly, it's an entire framework of how to clearly and concisely message to, the, to your buying public or to the customer you want to serve what it is you sell. I think we spend way too much time layering things and overwhelming people and using either tech talk or flowery language. We don't need to, people are busy. You have seconds to stop the scan, meaning they're just scrolling through whatever. You have seconds and you have to get them and hook them and you have to make sure that you're sharing clearly and concisely what you, what it is you sell. So StoryBrand put me on that path. It changed our business so much that I just couldn't get enough of it. So I ended up going through the entire intensive week long, or it's actually a two week long class and wrote the dissertation and did everything and became a guide. And this is my, I've been a guide now for four years. It's my fourth, fourth year, get ready to start my fifth.
0: So instead of those flowery words, can you give an example of some words that might be super powerful? Well, so
1: for example, you know, this is something I think is a good example. You know, if you're at a cocktail party you're at an event and someone says, well, what do you do? You might hear people say, oh, well, I'm a photographer. I love photographing children, but I also do some maternity and newborn. You might start running on about that. Or you might just say, oh, I, you know, I'm a photographer and start talking about how much you love your camera or, or this or that. I just, I've heard this, you know, in different circles. Oh yeah. There, the difference is if somebody says, hey, what do you do? You say, Oh, me? Well, thanks for asking. Actually, you know what I do? I actually capture and freeze time. You see, mm-hmm. I'm a professional photographer. You know, all those moments that you look back on and you missed and you don't have anymore. I preserve those forever. Mm. I create beautiful family and children's portraits because you get 18 summers before those little guys just fly away. And I want to make sure you never miss a moment. That's me engaging them. In my opinion, clearly, obviously what I do. And also agitating, starting to agitate a problem that they might even realize they have,
0: mm-hmm. because
1: when you say something like that to a parent or, you know, to someone, they start going, oh, wow, you know, 18, that's a small number, or, ooh, I miss, you know, you, they think about all the things they missed or all the things they don't want to miss. So it's just being very clear and concise, but make, coming at it from an authoritative place. But the most important part about story brand, in my opinion, is you have to agitate a problem and tell them how you can solve it. Because as human beings, if you tell me that how you can help me fix something in my life, then I'm going to be way more engaged than if you're just running off at the mouth, telling me what you do, because I don't really care what you do. I'm living my life and I have to pay my bills and run my family. So you know what I'm saying? So when I say I can fix this for you, you've got me on the hook. I'm going to listen
0: right right yeah i seem to have discovered the story brand principles without reading the book and (laughs) just kind of accidentally but we already decided there's no accidents uh started helping people identify what makes them unique and how to communicate that and then this concept of pain points pain point i don't know i can't say that too many times without getting tangled pain points, pain points, pain points. It just like the light bulb went on for me that everything yeah. we do needs to, well, not everything, but think about the pain points. And as you said, how we, we, not any old photographer, but we can solve that problem. Am I getting that right? A hundred percent.
1: Yeah. How you can solve it, making it about them. And, you know, we spend Life is too busy, too fast, too drive-through, too automated. You know, we have enough of that in our life. So when you make me the hero, meaning you're telling me something you can do for me, you're talking about a problem that you can fix for me, you're making me the hero. I, as the photographer, I'm just the guide. I'm just the guide here to help you. You're the hero. We need to stop making everything about ourselves. We need to start making it about the individual that we want to serve. So whether you call it a pain point, whether you you know, feel like you've run across, I mean, we all have heard this. I mean, if you went to school for any kind of business or you listen to any, you know, great lectures, it's been around forever, but the way that it's put in this book and the seven part framework is just so easy as a small business creative who wears so many hats to implement and allows me to have a, it just was a major paradigm shift. I just, yeah. my business is, is stronger today than it's ever been. And I give a lot of that to, um, story
0: brand. I love that. So I'm assuming that each of those seven parts is important. You can't just do five. Um, (laughs) Can you share a little bit about that? Because my audience I've heard loves to hear like bullet points and steps and things. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay, cool. Well, let's do that. So, you know, um, so I mentioned kind of the basic. So if you go to mystorybrand.com or you go to anything, these, all these resources are online. So please, please feel free to, to go online and take advantage of those. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm a guide. So obviously I offer consulting and and most of my clients, that's what we do is we work through, you know, making sure we're re-messaging their websites, their social media, all of their All their collateral to be more story branded, but the seven points go from this framework of you have a character with a problem, right? That's our client or the clients we want to serve with a problem. The problem is for me is my clients need to capture and preserve these moments in time. Mm -hmm. And they meet a guide. That's me, the photographer. I'm the guide. Character's our client. The problem is for me, and this is all stuff you'll write out. The problem is, what is the problem I can solve for my clients? For my clients is that I'm going to preserve those precious moments, right? I'm going to capture that time. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give them a plan. Their plan with me is, you know what? Let's do a consultation. I'm going to photograph you. I'm going to hold your hand. We're going to pick the most beautiful, you know, images, portraits, you know, products, whatever that's going to be and done. That's the plan that I offer and I have to call to action, which means everything that I promote and talk about is asking them to do business with me or leading them up to that question, Um, meaning, 80% 80% of what i communicate to my clients is just usable content kind of like oiling the well you know oiling it up to ask the 20% of the time and mm-hmm. that call to action for me is always schedule a consultation let's schedule a design consultation let's maybe for you it's call me maybe for somebody else it's schedule the appointment whatever it is and then you're going to you, those are all the frameworks that come into play and then you're going to have your result your result is going to be either going to be a victory or a tragedy, and I know that sounds weird, but if you use that mindset when you're creating anything, writing an email, writing a lookbook, writing a social media post, um, anything like that, if you use pieces of that, now I'm not saying every time you write something, you use every one of those pieces, but if you keep those in mind every single time and use them, or the way you're talking to people, the way you're presenting what you do, it makes a big difference, so mm-hmm. if we dig in, you're gonna start with that principle of agitating a customer's problem, right? You're gonna to talk to them about the problem they have. And maybe here again, they don't even know it. That's why when I say something to them, like, you know, you get, I mean, take it from me, you get 18 summers and those little birdies, they fly away and I'm tell you what, taking my kiddos away to college and, and my landscape of my family changing was one of the hardest things and most proudest things I've ever done. Mm. And I look back at those 18 month portraits or those three-year-old portraits or our last family portrait. And it brings me so much joy. And I can say that with the most authenticity and transparency. And I come from a place of not only authority because I've been through it, but also from a place of empathy. Like I feel but you feel, you know what I mean? i'm mm-hmm. You know? So right. that's the first piece is to make sure that you make sure that you're everything you do, you have, and it sounds very negative in a respect, but everything you do needs to agitate a problem. And mm-hmm. you can do that in the kindest way. It doesn't have to be doom and gloom, but it does have to be incredibly, um, heartfelt. I mean, authenticity, we all understand. We're all business people. Authenticity is number one, but mm-hmm. you know, beyond that, it just, it has to be clear. So, you know, if you, cause when you stop, when you stop talking about your customer's problem or your intended client's problem, they just stop paying attention to your brand, right? If we talk about myself being the most award-winning studio and this and that, and look at me and they don't care. They just right. don't care because they they have to go to the grocery store and they forgot to go to the dry cleaner and their kid, you know, fell down at soccer. They just don't care. But when I'm talking to them about something I can do, when I'm addressing and honoring them and talking about their problem, they will pay attention. The minute you stop, they stop paying attention to you. So everything has to t- be centered around them, making them that hero, making them the hero of the story, and that would be a third principle of this framework, you know, making sure that everything you're doing is honoring them, not talking about yourself, so instead of Mm -hmm. saying something like, you know, uh, so exactly, I might say something like, isn't it worth capturing this precious moment in time, a, a unique time in your life you'll never again know, Oh, you got my attention. Yes, mm-hmm. it's worth my time Because I'm like, yes, it's worth my time. Yes, me. It's all about you, 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 the client, mm-hmm. not me, 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 the photographer. Right. Then I'm going to hook in with, with the professionally designed aerial portrait session from Hayes and Fisk Photography. You know what I mean? I'm sliding in to guide them, but going back to, isn't it worth it to capture it? Right. Your moments. There's a big difference in that language versus what we normally say and what we Should be saying, right? In in my opinion,
0: yes. What I love about that, I notice a lot of photographers on the about me page are, oh, I love photography. I bought a camera. Black coffee is my best friend, and it's like in this framework, the client reading that is like, oh, okay, that's nice. Like you said, tunes out, as opposed to I love. Even I guess you could give a reason for black coffee. I love black coffee because. You need full energy from a photographer that's going to be there for you 100%. That is that what you're talking about? Yeah,
1: or even better, this is you, yeah, exactly. Or you could say, and and as a busy mom, because like, say, I'm a, if I'm a children or family photographer, which I am, you know, as a busy mom, you know, my my goat, my you know, my ride or die is my venti, you know, blah 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 from Starbucks, or my black coffee, or my iced coffee, you know, because as a busy mom, I totally get it. You know what I mean? Now you, I could at least in making something personal, which people want to hear and know about us. That's why when, and if we post on social media or do anything that includes us in it, it gets way more attention and likes than the most beautiful portrait you've ever created. Right. Because they, want, they like you, they're your fan. They want to see you doing what you do. Mm-hmm. So when I can say, as a busy mom of two kiddos, you know, my ride or die is my black coffee because that's what keeps me energized Going through, so I can get through my family and get through my family life and get family work life work-life balance, or mm. get, you know what I'm saying. Now it's like, well, she's a busy mom just like me. We're the same. Mm. Now you've created a even right. even stronger relationship, and we may not even ever talked yet, but I'm on the same side, you know. And for instead of saying, you know, Mary Fitzgerald, award winning photographer, education ASP fellowship, blah blah blah, <laughs> who cares? But mm-hmm. when I say, you know. I, you know, when I say, tell my story that I lost my dad when I was nine years old and I have one picture of him and it's the most cherished thing I own. And it brings me joy. And it brings my children. That's the only way my children know him. That's why I'm so committed to being a print artist. They go, Oh, cause maybe they have a, they have, everybody has that story of their grandmother or great grandmother or, you know, they have that one yes. picture. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Well, it's, that's what they want to hear. They want to hear about that. Mm -hmm. That's a way I can talk about myself, but not make it all about me. I want you not to make the mistakes I made, my family made. Right. And that's an important piece of it. Yes.
0: Okay. So that's part three of the framework.
1: That's part three. And so the difference is there's marketing principles that go in line with the framework, if that makes sense. So, all right. Yeah. So what's next? So the next is just to give them a plan, right? We talked about the plan, make it super simple and easy. This is where a lot of times I think we, we get too complicated or we don't make the plan at all. Cause we assume they know, for example, mm. on, you know, for example, we think, well, of course they know to call me. Of course they know to email me. Nah, not really. People are busy. Let's just assume we're doing how to do business with me for dummies. You know what I'm saying? Let's just uh-huh. assume. <laughs> that we have to spell it out. So my right-hand corner of my website in a different color is my call to action. Everything I send out has a huge different color call to action button. You know, call today, schedule today, you know, schedule your design session today, book your appointment today, call today. I mean, I may repeat it two or three times in an email Mm -hmm. because that's what it takes. And beyond that, making a plan for your clients is a really great way for them to understand not to be afraid. So some of the pain points that I like to mention is, you know what, at our consultation, and now it might just be a bullet point, but if you dig deeper into the desk drawer, I'm gonna talk about the fact that we're gonna talk about clothing, we're gonna talk about time of day, I'm gonna handle all that for you. I even go into telling them about the snacks that we're gonna provide and that we're gonna come and hang this installation for you. I don't want them to worry about any of those pieces So I make sure that I have a bulletproof plan. And then if you dig deeper into the FAQs, you're going to be able to read about each step of it.
0: Mm, Okay. So you do give a lot of information about how it is to work with you, what the details are, if they want to kind of. In the desk
1: store. So if they want to dig deeper, they can get to that. I don't start off with that because they don't, they just need, they need schedule your consultation be photographed by by you know by us and enjoy your artwork forever that's my like if i boil it down into three pieces Mm -hmm. that's it but each of those has a much longer version so if they really want to do business with me if i've drawn them in and they're really interested the great news is they're going to go into the faqs of the desk drawer to start figuring it all out
0: okay i've never heard that term desk drawer i love it is that (laughs) is that a common phrase that now i'll hear it everywhere
1: I don't know. I've, I've, all, I've used it. For, I've used it since college. So it's old. Okay. <laughs> so,
0: yeah. yeah. Go in the desk drawer. Yeah. Don't look yeah, in my desk, desk drawer. drawer right now, Mary. Uh, but
1: <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, you, it's, it's always been around desk instructions, you know, like the desk ah. instructions is what, you know, something that lives, it, you know, there's always desk instructions for it. Hmm. So that's kind of, I think where that comes from.
0: So as someone who has actually had marketing classes, tons of them, right is that where that
1: no like like when we when i worked for so i worked at the house of Delegates. i worked like on the hill i worked at the house of delegates for a state everything had desk instructions how you presented a motion how Mm. you presented a bill everything has desk instructions like even at ppa there's desk instructions for how we add things um to manuals how image competitions run there's always desk
0: instructions thank you yeah yeah sure I love to learn new things. That's why I love having yeah. this show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so the plan and the call to action are the same thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then well, I mean, they are in
1: that marketing principle. And then the next piece is that customers want us to cast a vision of what their life could look like. Now, this is a little bit of a deeper dive, and this isn't something that you're going to be able to accomplish in every single marketing piece and every single conversation. But this is a place where you can cast that vision. And that's where you can come from that authoritative or empathetic place of, you know, maybe it's a, maybe it's a testimonial on your website from somebody that talks about how important it is that they've done this with you and how much joy it brings them. Or maybe it's you talking about that one picture of your grandmother and so glad you have it. Maybe it's, um, you know, one thing I always do in my marketing This is crazy. And we mark, we photograph a lot of, a lot of amazing people and we photograph a, a lot of people that live in ginormous mansions and drive cars that I, you know, at my house isn't even, you know, they, they drive the, right. the craziest cars and they have, you know the most beautiful families or maybe it's a second (laughs) next second wife and there's a trophy (laughs) situation you know what i'm saying so we but i very rarely to ever share or show those things on my social media and
0: -hmm. this is
1: why most people can't relate to that. Mm. It is much more relatable to me to see the mom who maybe, you know what, there's a little crinkle around her eyes. Maybe, you know, there's, you know, she's not wearing the most polished, you know, Vogue. She looked not look like she walked off the cover of Vogue. She looks like a mom. She looks beautiful. She looks comfortable. She looks happy. So, you know, I think that if you follow something like the Elements of Value Pyramid, which was a wonderful, wonderful um, Uh, graphic that came out years ago by Bain and company, but you can look it up Bain and company or the elements of value pyramid. You know, there's a lot, there's all different levels of value and social impact is at the top, but right below that is life-changing value. And Mm. in that, in that piece of the pyramid, it talks about self-actualization and motivation and heirloom. This is where what we do lives. What we do lives in this space, in my opinion, in my opinion, a lot. So when people can look at an installation at a client's home or look at my work or look at us working with a family or child, I love it when I know they can see themselves in there. Does that make sense? So if I'm going to show something, it's something that I think my clients, my average client can relate to it and maybe even go, my kid's cuter than that, you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> versus yeah. it looks like something off of a, like I said, town and country magazine. And right. not that there's anything wrong with that. That's just not my average client. My average client, you know what? Yeah, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to taper and fix and, you know, we're going to do things, but, but they're moms and they're, they're, they're people and I want them to be relatable, but that's a big part. You want to be able to cast a vision of what their life's going to look like. And beyond that, you know, some of my best social media posts, some of my best marketing posts and things like that are when I have little short, just iPhone videos of the kiddo or the mom or the family coming in and seeing their portrait for their first time. Cause I've just gone and installed it or picking up and they run in and they're excited and they see themselves and they get excited. That gets so much more engagement than anything because mm-hmm. they go, they can visualize their family having that experience they can visualize their little three-year-old running in and pointing at that portrait going that's me that's me and that happens a lot you know Mm -hmm. so that's a big part of it creating that experience like i could show a pretty picture on my social media every single day and i'm glad that i can do that i could do that but i'm gonna and people go huh that's nice digital picture But when i show a little video of me installing a portrait and the family coming in and mom with tears in her eyes going, oh my God, it's more beautiful than I expected. That's what I do. Right. Right. Because we see digital pictures on our phone all day long. Mm -hmm. But you see me installing a 40 inch painted portrait in somebody's home and the mom and dad coming in and hugging each other because they're so overwhelmed. That's what I do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's what I do. So that's a big, important part, spinning your goal with what you're sharing to really, mm. really hone in on what you do.
0: So I just had a picture of spinning gold, straw into gold.
1: gold. <laughs> skin. <Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah>. Yes.
0: <laughs> I yes. love that. So the casting the vision includes the testimonials. It includes um, maybe pictures in people's homes mm-hmm. that are not the big huge McMansions, but mm-hmm. very relatable. The power of video to show the experience as opposed to the the perfect pretty award-winning yeah. photographs.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's absolutely true. All the anything that that brings self-actualization. I mean self-actualization is an amazing life-changing value that if we can bring it into our marketing, it makes a big difference.
0: Define self-actualization.
1: Well, that is self-actualization. Self-actualization is when you look at something and you can see yourself in it. Mm. So if I was um, like, for example, I have a volume in senior studio with my mom and my sister, right? So mm-hmm. when, I, when I do a huge campaign for senior portraits, I've, I will show, I will kick off and I will intermittently pepper in constantly um, groups of those kiddos you know, walking down the street, laughing, hanging out, doing things. Because when I show that every one of those girls can look at that and go, they, they can see themselves with their friends doing that. Mm. Is that what I sell? Very rarely, but boy, do I go out of my way to create those? Because when you can show a little gaggle of, of girls, adorable, hanging out, having a you know faux picnic on the grass or walking down you know the the street in front of their school laughing and giggling or out on the river you know with the sunset everybody can see themselves all of a sudden they're in an anthropology commercial or free people commercial or whatever mm-hmm. those get me way more energy than the most beautiful senior portrait I've ever taken
0: I love it and yet yeah. that beautiful portrait if I'm hearing you right is, is what, what I sell. sells Yes. Um, I, I used to, back in the day when hand-colored black and whites were not considered horrible. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you've heard people, no, my client wanted a spot color. I'll sell my cameras before I do that. Have you, have you ever seen those posts? I haven't. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, spot <laughs> color for the younger generation is not as popular. But do you remember when I we do. were doing film and black yes. and white? And it was really sweet to do some of that in hand colored and clients would book me because I did that Sure. and almost never buy the hand colored because once they saw just the beautiful quality black and white without anything, they loved it and or the color as well. So I love that idea that you show things that you know are not necessarily what a client purchases, but what will draw them into you. Yes.
1: Yes. And that's what marketing is, right? That's what, whatever Mm -hmm. makes them pick up the phone, whatever makes them reach out to do business with you. Mm -hmm. And that's important. So, so yeah. And the last piece is kind of (laughs) the bummer piece, but if there are no consequences for not doing business with you, then why bother? So I do think every once in a while, it's kind of a good idea to just to throw in that little, you know, that little nudge. And this comes in the, this is when a Testimonial, I think, is shines the brightest, and what I mean by that is what if I have a testimonial, um, and we're working on I'm working on fourteen a fourteen new video series right now. But when I have a past testimonial from a young woman sitting there and saying, um, she this is a client of ours, and she asked to do this by the way. But when she talks about the fact that she lost her her father and her brother within two months of each other. And that she talks about, and, and, and COVID, by the way, and mm. then she talks about the fact that her brother was so much younger um, than her and that she had to go get his cell phone unlocked and go through his cell phone to try to find a picture of him for his funeral. And that no one should ever have to do that. Mm. That is a consequence that will, I don't care if you're the Grinch, it, it'll, it'll melt your heart. I mean, I could cry now. I mean, like watching her tell that story just about broke me. like because I could not imagine that but he was young he was just graduating from college and yeah they had like his high school senior portrait but he was like 24 just hadn't done anything and they didn't have anything and that's an extreme situation but that's an amazing consequence that nobody ever wants to deal with so it's those kind of testimonials and that kind of messaging that I don't no one wants to no one's going to use that type of messaging on a constant basis at least i'm not going to but it's important to put it out there because if that's something that resonates with anybody with a heart
0: right so that story do you have it as a video testimonial or
1: yeah it's a a video testimonial
0: yeah and where did where do you put those
1: so well i like i said we're working on a 14 Video series right now, so my testimonials will live um, intermittently on my website. They'll go out throughout the year in emails. Um, they'll they'll be broken down and used bits and pieces in social media, and because I do a lot of Facebook marketing as far as click funnels and things like that, it'll become part of that campaign. Mm. I do a series every year, so this is just what I'm working on this yeah, year.
0: Yeah, you are. I, I, Mary, I've been in this business 39 years. And back when it was male dominated, these studios that were highly successful had amazing women. They were usually wives mm-hmm. <laughs> doing that the, is. the support, the marketing, the meeting with the clients, doing the sales The photographers got to do the, the pretty pictures and yeah. listening to you. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I wish Mary had been my, my studio wife. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I'm, you know, like I wouldn't have stayed in business this long if I didn't know something about something.
1: Yeah, well, I'm and nobody's studio wife. Trust me, I'm I'm a boss of my own. So yeah, yes,
0: but before I mean, that my time. Up. I'm
1: glad that's before my time that I'm yes. not have to deal with. Well,
0: it. so truthfully, the wives were their boss, their own boss too. They were, they were actually more the boss than the photographer. But yeah. having that combination of photographer. And somebody really savvy in the business and the marketing and all of that, you know, teamwork can yeah. be so powerful. That was, you know, it wasn't and about this. I'm
1: so lucky. I mean, Jamie's the best, incredible partner, and we have our strengths and weaknesses. We're usually really single minded in a lot of things. I mean, um, but uh, I'm I'm incredibly lucky. I, but I couldn't work with somebody who was any different than that. So that's the good news, you know. Right. And, um, and I think I've made a great, you know, my kids. Great example for my kiddos, you know what I mean? Uh, about because my husband and I both own small businesses, and they've grown up in uh, this family of small business owners, and um, their work ethic is bar none. I'll tell you that because they've been working Johnson. since they could walk. Um, but uh, <laughs> neither one of them want to be a small business owner, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is funny because they've just seen it from a different place, but you know, they're young, that could change down the road. But um but yeah, I know what you're talking about. I mean my mentor early on was Ann Monteith and she was my number one mentor and I give her so much glory and credit to everything mm-hmm. that I still talk about today. And that's what I love so much about PPA and about the fact that we build and create these relationships and they don't go out of style, you know? I mean, a lot of things do black and white hand coloring. Maybe that's going out of style or, you know, uh, the way we photograph changes and all that. I mean, we get that. But the good news is, is that most of these basic common sense principles, just they don't go out of style.
0: Right. Nice. Right. I love that. And I love that at this time, you know, in our COVID days now, it sounds like you're thriving and so many people, you know, and are good friends with and colleagues, In our industry are doing well because we've got good business principles
1: yes yes you know what and that wasn't and you know this more than i do but that definitely was not the um the norm i mean we all knew of those rock stars and this and that and different people and we all knew deep down inside they were not sustainable or profitable maybe they were living off speaking circuit or whatever we've seen all this go through you know what i mean and that's just not the case anymore i mean I think, you know, we all understand how important it is to have a profitable and sustainable business. And we all understand that there's no glory. There's no, there's, you know, I remember the time when there was this whole group, this whole movement of feeling guilty for charging for their art. And I was like, what? (laughs) Huh? I mean, you know what? My plumber does not feel guilty when he charges me and my yard guy, or, you know, nobody's feeling guilty about the money I'm spending. So Mm -hmm. I'm not going to ever fall into that trap. So I love that there's so many great voices out there making sure that people coming up now just don't even consider it. You know what I mean? You know, this is a business just like anything else. Yes.
0: And I find, um, people are really hungry for that business foundation. Agreed. Uh, you know, yes, there's the, if you could see me, I've got my hand on my forehead. There's so many people giving their work away that I can't possibly success be successful because of, the shoot and share right uh, and yet within that and i love the ppa um is it the gap program yeah, so we
1: have the gap you have that we have the, we have a business track but we also have the gap track and the gap yes. track is just building that bridge between the client and the the photographer so yes. that tends to be more you know mike McCallowicks spoke in that track who's one of my other faves he you know wrote profit first and Um, you know, some several other amazing books, but uh, you know, we've had um, Brandt menswear, like we've had amazing speakers in that track and it's talking about basic fundamental concepts of garnering, attracting and servicing the right client for you. So it's that bridge between, and then we still have a whole nother business track. So PPA is incredibly committed to profitability and sustainability for photographers. And we won't exist if we don't have that.
0: No. And what I see in this last, let's say eight, 10 years is people really hungry for that business. Yeah. Um, and last year at the Atlanta, they've got that big, long escalator. Yes. Like it feels like it goes down three stories. Yes. And, and there's just like floods of people and I don't know, 11,000, 12,000 attendees, all just hungry to learn and grow. And it just made me so happy because, there was a time when it was kind of quiet in those rooms for a little yeah. while. And I had David guest,
1: the CEO. Oh, David trust.
0: Trust. Yes. So, so I was letting you guess his last name.
1: <laughs> yes. I guessed. I was like, I don't know who David guest. No, <laughs> trust me.
0: So I had him uh, interviewed and he talked about all the things that PPA has done that has made that huge shift back to you know such solid teaching and support and the work that they did to get the copyright bill through and all of that it just you know i I, you must just be so proud to be a part of the inner workings of all of what is helping hun's Tons of thousands, (laughs) (laughs) many, many, many tens, tens, tens of thousands of photographers in their actual success as business people
1: absolutely we have th- over thirty thousand members of ppa and mm-hmm. you know when the pandemic happened you know when everything happens our first goal is how do we serve our members it's the same question i hope all of us are asking about our business right how do we serve our clients well the same thing happens at the ppa level you know our conversations start end, and re- and are always talking about how do we serve our members so that's why the case act and the copyright you know re- um, reformation was so important that's why having a solid imaging usa is so important The certification program, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. All those things because how do we serve our members? How can we make things better for our members? I can tell you that I sit with the most amazing board of directors and PPA staff that I've ever dealt. I mean, I've done, I love, I'm a volunteeraholic. Like I love to volunteer and I'm proud of, you know, proud of it, but this group of people, their heart is just in the right place. And there's just No egos and no what about me. It's all about the members. And I'm telling you what, it's just, I'll be so sad the day I walk away from that board, you know, and I time Mm. out on the board because it's been an absolute pleasure to serve with these people. They're an amazing group.
0: And I I think that people who are new don't have the the understanding that we're making lifetime friends here. Oh, yes. This community, people who love to photograph people Are the luckiest people in the world? Oh, let's see. My Uh, Barbara Streisand, I wasn't.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I wouldn't disagree with you, and that's why I think that this—you know—Covid's been so hard on so many levels. But you know, not being able to see my 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 work friends are all over the world. (laughs) You know what I mean? And we get together at different conventions or affiliates, but certainly Imaging USA, and not being able to see these people for a year is crushing. I mean. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, cause they're my work friends because mm-hmm. we all, a lot of us work by ourselves or with one other person, maybe a small team, but these are the people that I love to sit and I, like we talk with and I'll, I'll do this and it's kind of still new to me. So who knows, but I've really been enjoying clubhouse, um, mm. that new app. And the reason is, is that every morning this week, I've been on a call with, or on a, in a room with Audrey Willard, Jen Hellinga, Lori Nordstrom, um, Kesha Lambert, uh, Michelle Celentano, uh, Ray Whitney. I mean, uh, Alice and Tyler Jones. Oh my gosh. How can I forget about her? And mm-hmm. every morning we've had anywhere from five to 700 photographers logging in at seven 30, eight 30 in the morning, depending on your time zone and just asking business questions. Mm. And it's the best way to start my day. And it's, be- it's, it's those, it's those, it's those, you know, after program dinner bar chats that we're not able to have. Right. we're having them on clubhouse and it's been ah. so fulfilling. I just love it so much.
0: Yes. I just yesterday at our, um, local PPSDC board meeting, uh, people told me, Lucy, you have to get on clubhouse.
1: <laughs> yeah. If you have an iPhone, just message me. I have, I have a couple of invitations if you need one, but it's okay. It's great. And, and, and you follow me. I'm at Mary Fisk Taylor, but, um, you know, I'm sure there's bad rooms on there just like the world. But the ones that I've been in, these are all women. <laughs> it has been almost all women, I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lindsay Adler was on this morning. We did have Matthew Jordan Smith on this morning on the panel. So that was okay. nice. He was the only guy. <laughs> yeah. Which is funny for you and I to see since it used to be the complete opposite. Right. right. You know? Yes. Um, but the cool thing is is that these are all authentic, honest people that I know are doing the work, you know. Yes. So
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it is interesting that um these panels and these super smart women are showing up oh yeah in in those and the super smart men as well but oh absolutely i'm so happy that it's balanced now because it was like i didn't realize until i interviewed laurie nordstrom on my show that she showed up just around the the 2000s 2001 2002 is when she started being, you know, the featured photographer at PPA conventions.
1: Oh, I don't think we've ever had a featured photographer.
0: Well, what I mean is, you know, a platform like
1: oh, sure, 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 yeah, not the yeah.
0: early morning somebody trying to get merits for their masters, but like platform speakers with huge audiences. And I'd been in business like seventeen years before we really started seeing women. Uh, you know, balancing it out, which is awesome. And I love the guys too, but um, yeah, we hold up half the sky. So why not?
1: Well, absolutely. It's, it's, it's a much better place to have the, the diversity, whether it's men and women, whether it's, you know, whether it's uh, people where you're in the industry. I mean, there was this belief for a while that, you know, you had to have really been putting in the putting in the putting in the years before you had any cred i'm gonna tell you what i i have i know this newer photographer um from new york actually i serve on the board with her and you know, she's been doing it for several years but i mean she could run circles around most wedding photographers i met so right. it doesn't matter age and you know age and age man woman whatever you know what if you're coming at it from a from a authentic place it's, it's a much better place. I, I, today is a better day to learn in this industry than it's ever been.
0: Yes. And I do want to say, and you can pass this on, um, I appreciated the diversity in the speaker lineup this year. And I assume it was possibly intentional or at least that there was consciousness. Do you know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about? That- I
1: do exactly what you're talking about. And it's an absolute... Absolutely. Um, We're all thrilled about that. You're going to see it in all of our committees. You're going to see it on our board of directors. We're all incredibly intentional about this because we want ppa is for everybody and everybody needs to see themselves that's why we have young moms on the committee that's why we have younger photographers you know white black you know southeast asian you know we make sure that we and, and there's so many more you know what i mean i can't mm-hmm. even do it at all but i mean there was a time when if you were a younger female photographer or a young mom you didn't think that ppa was a place for you because mm-hmm. it was you know it was older like i'm older you know what i mean and so you're just gonna see more of that hopefully everywhere Lucy I mean oh sure I think we're seeing obviously we're seeing it in the White House so you know what <laughs> we're gonna start seeing lots and lots of of that in this world and I think that here again just makes it so much better yeah for
0: everybody. I just I, I noticed when I was listening to some of the programs that I missed live and looking for people that I love that I might want to invite to be on the show and I was like oh that's awesome you know I could yeah. see when I was just madly listening to everything I didn't see the big picture so you know thank yeah. you for that oh no, absolutely
1: you. thank you for even mentioning it and you know I I I, I mean my sometimes it's like oh, is that taboo do we say no we say it let's be let's be excited about it let's be proud of this it's something to be proud of mm-hmm. I'm very proud of this I'm very proud of all of it. And we've had a lot of great people that have helped us get there. So, and huge shout out to Angela and our PPA education director. Oh, she's, she's an angel. I mean, yeah. <laughs> she's just an angel and yeah. one of the best. That's why know. she's
0: named Angela. <laughs> yes.
1: There you go. That's right. She, there you go. I never even thought of that, but ding, ding, she's ding. phenomenal. And of yeah. course, David Trust, you know, leads that, has the best staff. And I don't know. I'm honored to be a part of all of it. It's an exciting time to be. A part of this industry, and I'm just it excited is. I'm still here.
0: It is. So, I have two questions. Um, if someone wants to get in touch with you for any reason, ask your questions or find out where you might be speaking, etc., cetera, mm-hmm. how would they reach you?
1: Well, I'm Mary Fist Taylor. I'm on, you know, you can follow me on Facebook or Instagram, Clubhouse, um, Mary Fist Taylor. Also, maryfisttaylor.com. You can email me right there from my website. If you want to email me there, that's that's fine as well. Um, or message me from social media.
0: Great. And so last question, um, it's a, like your last word. So is there something either that you haven't shared you want to be sure that you get in or just something you want people to take away from our conversation today?
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess my only, uh, first of all, just because I'm here, um, just because I'm here talking to you, um, or Bennett, you know, doesn't mean that I don't have those days where I literally can't don't want to get out of bed. And And what I mean by that is that, you know, I set goals and I crush them or I don't, but there are also days where I just, am exhausted or I don't feel worthy. I was on a panel recently and I felt so intimidated by the amazing amount of talent up there. And I know that there's people out there listening that say, oh, but when I'm good enough, well, yeah, dang it. Today's the day. Today's the day because your mindset is everything. You know, you started with the mindset quote, you know, we'll end with a mindset, you know, idea because mindset is everything. And I know it's hard in every single one of us has those days every mm-hmm. single one of us is feels doesn't feel worthy or good enough or you know we we are you know comparison is definitely the thief of joy we see it we get on social media and think oh she's such a better mom she's such a better photographer he's such a better you know we could go on and on so you know I just want you to know that we all feel that from the 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 most amazing person up there on that stage or on this podcast to, to anybody. We all feel that way. Your life is as good as your mind has set it to be. Mm. So please do not just know that. And if they, if somebody tells you that they're not, they're lying, (laughs) (laughs) they're lying. I'm one of the most insecure people you'll ever meet, believe Mm. it or not. And I, I literally have to work so hard and rest so hard to gear up, to do something even like this, because I just still can't believe that, people ask me to do it. So hmm. you can, you know what? I just, just trust me. If I can do this, you can do this.
0: Oh, I, that is such a good takeaway. And um, I love comparison is a thief of joy is one of my favorite terms. Yeah, that's a good one. And uh, frequently, if someone's feeling less than, I will suggest that they're comparing their insides to someone else's outsides mm, yeah great a good one. and especially in this industry where there are superstars and yes. that's awesome But on a day-to-day basis they're just the same and yes. some of them may not even be as successful in business because they are growing their business as speakers and promoters of other things and that's right. great too sure yeah, but yeah, it all, it, thank you for that. And I needed to hear that today too, because I have those days.
1: Yes, we all do.
0: And I have to say, Mary, in these COVID times, because I live alone, the chatter in my head is so much louder. And I hear the negativity that I normally would be busy and, you know, uh, just going yeah. and, but, but that, that self judgment or you're not doing enough or you should be doing this or, oh, that's a great idea. That person's doing that. I should be doing that too. Like, so I'm working on like having a relationship with the chatter. Yeah. But not seeing it as me. Right. But- yeah.
1: You know, there's that, there's that I saying, a lot of people say it different ways, but you know, you have, you get, you, you need to talk to yourself the way you would talk to, to the person, people that you love. And we are so guilty of not giving ourselves that grace. We're so guilty of being so mean to ourselves, you know, and it wears on right. you. I don't think we realize how bad that negative chatter in our headspace wears on us. And I'm right. guilty of it. So I'm right there with you. Yeah. I'm right there with you. But yeah. that's why we have things like this. We have your podcast. We have Kira and I's podcast. We have get on clubhouse. Like everybody that I've, that's one of the cool things I've loved so much. Everybody's saying this, Lucy, everybody's like, give yourself grace, give yourself, mm. give, you know, give yourself a break. None of us are wearing capes, superheroes are a thing for the movies. Give yourself, it's okay. And you know what, if today you need a bed day, you just have to lay in bed and you have to just, you know, watch terrible netflix, you know, whatever, like I did a couple of weeks ago and I just binge Bling Empire. Uh. <laughs> I'm okay. You know what? I was okay with that. I used to would beat myself up about. It. I would still do it, but then I would like be, curse myself. You know what? Be okay with that because we're human beings and we're mm-hmm. dealing with a lot. And if you're a small business owner, that's huh. you're stronger than most my friend, because that is not a job for, for the, (laughs) (laughs) that is a job for the strongest of the strong. So that's right. Give yourself credit.
0: Thank you for that. A reminder for my listeners, stay tuned for my wrap up and Mary, this has just been such a pleasure and you've You've summarized that story brand for me so well. Um, good I good I'm it. happy
1: to. Thank you for having me.. Here. This has been a lot of fun. I really appreciate it Lucy and thank you for doing this for all of us because you give a lot I'm sure you bring a lot of joy and a lot of of good, great little nuggets and information to
0: all of us. Thank you your well, podcast. That, when I saw those 10,000, 11,000 people streaming down that escalator, <laughs> my heart was like, I can help a lot of you, but how? how, how? And so when the podcast idea was presented to me and I didn't realize I was born to do this (laughs) because I love a good conversation. um, I, I thought I like, I didn't know I'd be in 71 countries and the scope of it or how much I would get to learn and make new friends. But Yeah. yeah, it, like you, it came from that desire to help people and do something really fun at the same time. So
1: I know it's a win-win, isn't it? That's what, that's the nice part. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for having me on. I sure appreciate it.
0: Take care. So I just realized I want to give you some news now that it's just us again (laughs) and wasn't Mary Just amazing. It's, it's just so fun to get to have these conversations and then share them with you. I am going to be starting a Sales Academy, a profitable photographer sales academy, sometime in the next, let's say, few months. So it's currently end of February when you're listening to this. So it may be May, March, April, May. So if you have an interest in knowing more about that, I do have an online course. And I will also be doing my six-month program where a group of us sit down and I go through my step-by-step program on how to take a warm lead to a really big sale of multiple wall portraits, albums, or whatever it is that you love to sell. So stay tuned or send me a little note that you'd like to know more about that. And lucydumascoaching.com or lucy at lucydumas.com. Lucy with an I is how you do that. Okay. The quick summary. Uh, We talked about story brand a lot. And if you haven't heard that term, well, you'll notice it everywhere now. And it comes from a book and it's a framework on how to message what it is we sell. And she mentioned, and I see this a lot, that sometimes we have too many flowery words on websites or brochures or whatever, and that aren't really getting to the heart of a person's Life challenge or pain point, and how we resolve that. So, in my understanding, and this is something that I teach and coach people on, uh, that I didn't ever call it story brand, but I'm all in on this concept is that we figure out what it is that we personally do in the experience we create and who we are as a person that will make someone's life a little better. Sometimes a lot better. So she shared about the framework. And so the first of the seven parts is that we consider that there's a character or a possible client who has a problem and we kind of agitate the problem. The second one is then we offer empathy and authenticity and we become their guide to resolving that. Number three, I believe. Guess I only have five written down, but I'm sure the seven are all in here. Is that we make them the hero of the story. So in conversation, in websites, in communication of any form, it's focused on them, not us. And the bullet point number four I have is that we give them a simple, clear plan of how it's going to go. And She said that that's a good way for them to not be afraid to dive in and hire us. And she then talks about how we cast a vision of what their life will be like afterwards. She mentioned the idea of recording people's responses when they see their art for the first time or uh, in front of the camera, um, us talking about the grandma photo or something special Photos of people and homes that people relate to, rather than the fanciest photographs of the fanciest people. <laughs> um, and self-actualization came into play, where we see ourselves in something. And I loved. I'm going to look this up. The Elements of Value Pyramid by Bain and Company is something um, that is useful to know. And then she. Puts in what the results will be. And sometimes they can be a victory. Sometimes it can be a story that's a tragedy. So, and then she also encouraged us all to join Clubhouse, but it's a fun hangout space. And I loved her last word that all of us go through our struggles. All of us feel less worthy some days. Some days we look at other people and think they have it all together and we don't. And it's not true. We're all human everybody has to work hard to keep going in life to keep going so give ourselves grace and i love that she said because none of us are heroes none of us wear capes <laughs> so thanks again for listening and oh my gosh i hope you'll think about some friends that you have either in person or virtual that you'll just take a minute and share this episode and or any other and rate and review because that gets more people seeing it when we've got more ratings and more reviews of the show. Sending a big old hug. Bye. You have been listening to the highly profitable photographer with Lucy Dumas. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate, subscribe, review, and share. To connect one-on-one and learn more about our coaching programs, just go to lucydumascoaching.com. Until next time, go have fun photographing and selling your work.